Do you find that your Wi-Fi doesn't reach all of the corners of your home? Maybe you have a Wi-Fi router set up in your den and when you walk down to your bedroom down the hall, you completely lose connection. A Wi-Fi extender may be an affordable solution for you. So keep watching to learn more and how to set one up. First, what is a Wi-Fi extender? Well, it expands your Wi-Fi connection. Simply plug the extender into a neutral area where it can get a good connection from your main router while also rebroadcasting to places that are less covered, therefore eliminating those annoying dead zones. Next question, how is an extender different from a mesh network I talked about previously? Well, a mesh network entails a whole network overhaul with all new routers spread across your home that all broadcast the same Wi-Fi network. A Wi-Fi range extender, on the other, other hand, can easily integrate into your existing Wi-Fi network while also being much cheaper. However, your range extender will broadcast separately from your main router. So, when you want to connect to your main router, you have to go into your Wi-Fi settings and select it. When you want to switch over to your Wi-Fi extender, you have to go back into your Wi-Fi settings and change your Wi-Fi network again. With a mesh router, one network is broadcasted, and in the background, the software will handle which node you are connected to. That being said, if you have the budget to upgrade to a mesh network, do it. It will be way more robust and consumer-friendly, unlike a patch job with a range extender. Now let's try setting up a range extender for ourselves. Today's example is this Netgear EX6100, which can operate as both an extender and access point, thanks to its included Ethernet port, but more on that in a minute. First, we need to find the best place to put our Wi-Fi extender. The best way to start is to know where your dead zones are by traveling to every corner of your home taking speed tests. Once you find the areas that need coverage, you can walk from that space to your main router, continually taking speed tests along the way. You're trying to see how far you can go but still have a good connection. Once you find the place, you can plug in the extender and start the setup process. This extender has two configuration options, either as a range extender or an access point. In an access point configuration, you will run an Ethernet cable from your main router to your extender. This way, the extender is broadcasting the full speeds of your network and is very stable. To learn more about running Ethernet cables and such, get subscribed and hit the bell icon to be notified of our next video. Alternatively, configuring it as a Wi-Fi range extender will rebroadcast the Wi-Fi signal it's receiving. Just note, wireless solutions will almost always be less stable. Now, let's dive into the software side of things. To test out my Wi-Fi extender, I'm going to plug it into an outlet in my living room on the second floor. I'm hoping this extender can take the Wi-Fi connection broadcasting on the third floor and forward it to me in the basement below. I start off by plugging the extender into the wall and waiting for it to boot up. With the power LED green, it's time to get started on the setup. So with the mode set to extender, I'm going to click the WPS button. Then I'm going to click the WPS button on my main router. In my case, it's not a physical button on the router, but instead a button within its management app. The WPS feature allows you to connect your Wi-Fi device to your network without entering the Wi-Fi password. 
by putting both the extender and the main Wi-Fi router in WPS mode, they can connect to each other without needing to choose the other Wi-Fi network or entering a password. So with both devices in WPS mode, they have two minutes to find each other. Once they do, the extender should start configuring its settings, like matching the Wi-Fi network name with the name of the main Wi-Fi network, then adding underscore EXT to the end. It should also copy the Wi-Fi password. In my case, it didn't get the password. So I guess there may be some security measures within the Linksys VELOP network that block it from sharing the Wi-Fi password in this manner. This is where things got a bit complicated. I had to find the network IP address from the extender by scrolling through the list of devices connected to my Linksys VELOP network. That process will vary depending on your Wi-Fi router. Anyways, I found the IP and entered it into a browser. This took me to the extender's login page where I entered the default username and password that was written on the back of the extender and can be found in the manual. Once in the admin console, you can change the Wi-Fi password. I just left the long string of characters and copied and pasted it to connect to the network. You can, of course, change that password to whatever you want it to be. After all of that, I was finally connected to the extender and ready to run some speed test. Sitting right next to the router, I got 21 megabytes up and 72 megabits down. Then I went downstairs and ran another test getting 21 megabytes up and 57 megabytes down. Obviously, the solution works, but I would still recommend going mesh and avoiding all of this to begin with. As I hope I've displayed here, a Wi-Fi extender is a great affordable option that can truly expand your Wi-Fi coverage to places that previously got nothing. It may not be the best solution, but it gets the job done. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and stay tuned to learn more about other home network solutions. Do you plan on trying a Wi-Fi extender in your home? I want to hear about it in the comments below. Also, check out the links in the description where you can learn more about today's topics. Once again, thank you so much for watching, and I will catch you in the next one.